Welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Welcome to part two of our man cave mental health discussion. And if you haven't listened to part one yet, stop what you're doing. Go back and listen to part one so you can enjoy this full conversation. But in today's segment, we're going to talk specifically about the importance of church and community as it relates to mental health. Then, of course, we're going to conclude this segment with just some genuine encouragement to those that may be struggling mentally and emotionally behind closed doors. Now, I want to take you right back to where we stopped last week. Enjoy. This is definitely... um the Holy Spirit was all in the mix with this with this conversation, with this episode, because the two gentlemen that y'all brought up from the Bible or the two gentlemen that I was going to bring up as well. And so as I was talking about it, I was like, OK, I hear you, Lord. And but y'all brought out some stuff that I didn't even think about. Like with David, I said like this, I was today years old when I realized that Psalms is basically David's journal. And like I've been preaching and reading God's word went to seminary when I was today years old when I realized that Psalms is really, you know, King David's journal. And when you read through there, David had his ups, had his downs. He, he prayed some, some, some real prayers. And so that is a great place to start right there. And then with Elijah, that's one of the guys I will always mention that, you know, suffered mentally in the, in the Bible. And, but the way he was breaking it down, Brian, like basically God's response to him was self care. Like, bro, go take a nap. Bruh, go get something to eat. And like you were saying with the mental health, um, with the mental health strategies, it's kind of reminds me of what Jesus is called in the book of Isaiah. He is a wonderful counselor. And so self-care and true health begins with Jesus. And so God created you, he loves you, and he cares about every part of you spiritually. Physically, as well as mentally yes. and emotionally, the Bible clearly tells us in Third John one two, dear friend, I pray that you will enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. And the one scripture I will add to that is Philippians four seven it says, and the peace of mm-hmm. God which surpasses all understanding will guard your minds and your hearts yeah. in Christ. Thank Jesus. you, Lord. As yeah. to the person that may be struggling mentally, I just want to remind you that we have a, the God that we serve. He is faithful. He is sovereign. He is a wonderful counselor. He can bring you peace that surpasses all understanding. Yes. So even when you can't figure out or fully comprehend the pain and the brokenness and the shame that you may be going through, we have a father that would give us peace in the midst of that. And he would heal us. And sometimes his healing would be divine. Sometimes his healing would be through through other people, through counseling. But God will Heal us. So this next question I'm about to ask, I almost didn't want to ask because this next question could be and actually will be an entire episode. Um, and Brian, we'll start with you. But could you just speak to the importance of church and community as it relates to mental health? Yeah, man. Like like you said, that's a, that's a very big, strong question, man. And uh, th- I think there's a lot that the church and community can do when it comes to mental health. Uh, but number one. I say I'll just say two things. Number one, uh, let's be open to people who are dealing with these issues. For too long, that you know, the church has stigmatized individuals and 
we we haven't made it a safe space for people to to open up about these discussions and about these topics and you know the church is supposed to be the place that people are supposed to have that freedom to express themselves you know to talk about what's going on and uh so i i do think that and i'll, and I'll just kind of end there with that because my number two point will kind of come into this but you know it the other thing too pastors we're not counselors man and and, and i and i need oh. i need i need that to be and what, what i say by that is this if someone has a a degree in that yo go full flesh because i think that that's so important but so many people go to their pastor for all the issues that are going on in their lives but their pastors are not equipped with the knowledge and the understanding to be able to deal with everything that's going on so uh i, I always say man if pastors are, are are a great resource for for certain things and so you know come to me come to talk to me have but if and and uh, you know if pastors are here i don't know where pastors are here as well but like take if you can't deal with it it is okay to make sure that we outsource what's going on tell us like give resources this person deals with this specific thing this person deals with this specific um issue uh, and, and whatever the case may be of course come to the church and, and you know what that means sometimes it might even be great to have a mental health resource counselor specifically in your church because then you don't have to go everywhere then that means you can literally come to the church and you have everything that's going on right then and there so i, I just think that churches um number one we have to be more open to it and then we also have to be willing to to share the load because not everything that we that comes to us that means that we have to necessarily deal with mm, no that's good that's good brian i'll uh, piggyback on that by saying man it's pivotal um church and community is pivotal to uh, you know the importance of us you know maintaining mental health um you know i'll just highlight a couple of scriptures proverbs 27 17 you know as iron sharpens iron so one man sharpens another we yeah. think of that obviously from just a discipleship standpoint, you know, challenge one another, encouraging one another. But it's also, man, speaking to being there for one another, um, you know, and uh, and to piggyback off of that, Psalm 133, one, you know, how blessed, um, you know, are those who dwell together in uh, unity. Um, and so this this idea of man just being there um, and even though you aren't a counselor, like you said, uh, Pastor Brian, you know, uh, Man, just being there. One thing I've learned in light of you know my father's passing this last month is the um, uh, the ministry of presence uh, and the uh, the strength of that. The, the ministry of presence and just being there. Uh, and, and and in church and community life, there's going to be times you know where uh, God you know as you're just there with that person that's coming to you, just man struggling. Uh, there's times when you're going to be able to share a word that the Lord gives you to encourage them. But there's just mm -hmm. other times where you just need to be a shoulder to cry on, a, sh a shoulder mm -hmm. to lean on, um, a shoulder to, uh, man, just um, help this person come up, you know? Uh, and so I think it's pivotal uh, because, you know, the overall thought of the Christian life is it can't be uh, done alone. You can't live the Christian mm -hmm. life alone, even though your Christian life is personal, right? Personal relationship mm -hmm. with God. It was never meant to be private. And that's the issue that we come, you know, that comes about, especially in mental health um, issues and why we see folks within the Christian faith 
either, you know, um, you know, taking their own life or man running away from the faith is because we're trying to solve some of these issues on our own instead of leaning on our bro- fellow brothers and sisters in the faith. Uh, and so uh, all that being said, man, you know, community life, I mean, it, it's pivotal. It's pivotal to helping us um, have good mental health. I, I love that you said that, man, because like people who were there for you, you never forget. You never forget mm. that that connection that people have have been there in your best toughest times, and and I thought about it for a second. Like I was just like that whole ministry of presence. Even like even if, for instance, like going back to the example of of pastors who are able to to resource what's going on. Sometimes you can bring them to that counseling session. You, you could yeah. be the one that actually goes there with them. Might not be in the room, but but you could be like, yo, I'll be there through your journey. And and that alone is is so so important, so pivotal to that Jeez. person, man. So ministry of presence, I def- I just have to really agree with you on that, man, because I've seen how that has helped me personally. Even though I wish I typically there's a, I've always been the person to do it for others, but yeah. when someone has done it for me, man, it, it feels that much better. But I've also seen how being there for people just it, it takes them to another place where they're just truly able to be, to appreciate the fact that someone was there through their toughest times, man. Yeah. It, 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 uh, it, that whole concept, man, it changed for me. I'll just paint the picture real quick and then pass it over to you, brother Paul. Uh, it, it, 1130 at night mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. my uh, dad had just been taken away in, in the ambulance car. Um, you know, he's gone. I'm sitting there. Don't know what to do. You know, executive pastor shows up, lead pastor at our church shows up, worship pastor shows up. We're sitting out there in the cold. We go inside to my house and we sit there just 30, 45 minutes Mm. and just sitting there. And man, God used that. I mean, that changed my life. I mean, that, 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 uh, I mean, you talk about the impact that that had on me. Cause you know, obviously Brian, we, we've obviously, you know, you too, but Paul, you know, we've done that for others, but just having that moment, man, God really opened my eyes to the power of that. And the overall idea of the importance of church um, and, you know, community uh, ministry, uh, yeah. you know, in regards to mental health. And so, man, I'm, I'm an advocate for that, man. Ministry of presence is a big deal. I'm continuing just talking about the ministry of presence and just how the Holy Spirit just kind of like shifted this conversation. Mm-hmm. And when we say ministry of presence, it's literally just showing up for people. Because a lot of times as a pastor, I used to feel the pressure of having the right words to say, but it's not about what I say. It's about just being there for people. I remember uh, it was 2008 when my grandmother um, passed away. And soon as we got the call and we told some of our church members just back when I was um, in Mississippi, living with my parents, uh, one of the families from the church, they dropped what they was doing, came over to the house and just was there for us. They didn't, um, I don't remember what they said. I don't remember what they did, but I remember they were there. That's true. I mean, one time it was my, my turn, my opportunity to be like the minister on call and, um, got a call that somebody, his wife had passed away. And so I never met this guy. I went to the church and just told him, you know, who I was, you know, one of the pastors here and just, you know, coming in. As soon as I told him who I was, he just collapsed in my arms. And just began crying and just saying thank you. And so 
as you're being a support to other people, don't feel the pressure of having the right words to say. Um, being an open ear, um, having an open shoulder would do wonders for people. As Irv already alluded to, we are not meant to live this life alone. We need yeah. a support system. And I stand by the bride of Christ. I believe that the church is the best place with all her flaws. It still is the best place to find a support system. Even yeah. biblically, there's um, numerous, quote unquote, one another scriptures all throughout the New Testament. Love one another. Serve one another. We need each other. So I want to challenge you. If you don't have it already to seek after community and to find mm. a support system and find these relationships. Now, I'll be honest with you. Relationships are risky, but relationships are worth it. You need people in your Come life on. that. OK, I feel like preaching now. you need people in your life that you can talk to without judgment. Um, you need people mm. that will pray for you. You need people that will just listen to you. You need people that's going to hold you accountable and say, uh-uh, that ain't that ain't God. That's your flesh. Mm. You need people like that. And the last thing I would say to that is. In this, in Christianity, we hear this phrase that we have to carry our own cross. But the thing is that we don't have to carry our cross alone. Because when we look at the Bible, even Jesus didn't carry his own cross alone. Here it is. I know we're going there. Here it is. Come on. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Son of God, the Son of Man, with all power in his hand, he still needed help carrying his cross. And on his way to Calvary Had somebody to carry his cross So if Jesus needed help in this life Surely we're going to need help From time to time And for people to carry our cross as well You don't have to live this life By yourself my friend Mm -hmm. That's real man Hey you preaching now Paul You preaching now Bishop come on man, That's good And before I move on I did want to circle back to one thing That Brian said just with I am, I feel like as pastors, and I've learned this, but I'm self-aware enough to know that I can't be everything to anybody. Mm, Yes, sir. I am nobody's savior. Um, I'm just here to introduce you to the savior and help you with your walk. But when I'm talking to people and they start mentioning words like um, suicide or depression or molestation, I'm like, all right, we need to take this conversation to a professional level and bring it like like you said, Brian, um, outsource this. And so I'm quick to let somebody know, maybe you need to see, you know, you know, I'm going to do my diligence then and pray with them and give them scripture and be there for them. But I know that that's above my pay grade, so to speak. Spiritually, hey, we can talk about the gospel. We can talk talk theology. But when it goes mentally, emotionally to those areas, I want you to have professional help because we don't want to take those things lightly. We're not meant to be everything to anybody. Uh, Sometimes people go through like their first counselor and they don't have a great experience. And they're just like, oh, you see, counseling is not for me. No, 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 no. Try someone else, man. (laughs) Just like just like there there aren't. Everybody's not a great teacher. Not everybody's uh, a great uh, lawyer. You know, you have a bad experience with a lawyer. You're not going to be like, oh, all lawyers are trash. No, you'll be like, okay, well, let me go to a different lawyer who can deal with my case. So do that. Go to a different counselor who can deal with your case. Someone who is who is more prepped and, and willing to, or or just better, uh, just better educated to deal with the issue that you have at hand. And so, you know, I just I just want people to understand that when you go through that first time and you, you might not really love the experience and the person didn't vibe with you, it didn't click. 
try something else. And I, and I think that's another thing that as black people, um, there are more black men and women who are trying to be counselors because they know how to speak to our language. And so, you know, there, there are times where you go to a counselor, you're just like, nah, this person doesn't understand me. And then you go to someone who really does and can deal with that issue. And so, you know, let's, let's just be, let's be open to these things, man. And, um, and, and just to piggyback on what you said too, uh, just on like how, you you were there for someone. I just want to give this quick example. Uh, I remember when when uh, I was dealing with that whole issue uh, with with my with my daughter's death, and I was just like broken, man. And my wife and I were at home, and I was supposed to have a meeting with this pastor. This was before I was a pastor, but um, I was working as a as a principal of a school, uh, and I was supposed to have this meeting to to connect like different local pastors with our school and everything of the sort. And one of the pastors. I couldn't make it. I told him what happened X, Y, and Z. I don't know how, but this man got my address and <laughs> he came to my house. He said, hi, uh, you know, I'm pastor so-and-so. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I was kind of confused for a second. And then he dropped off chicken noodle soup. He said, I'm praying for you, brother. He didn't even, he didn't even stay to pray. <laughs> He said, I'm praying for you. I just really wanted to do this. He drove back there. It was about, about a 40-minute drive. And, and then he walked away. I will never forget that. <laughs> like, that was the best chicken noodle soup I've ever had in my life, bro, <laughs> to this day. And, and it's because someone was just willing to go out of their way to just be there for, for me out of nowhere. Someone I've never even met before in my life. And 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 that just dealing with the concept of, of the ministry of presence really wanted to to state that because there are sometimes you don't need to say much you don't even and I know he was praying for me but he didn't he didn't insert his himself too much into the picture and just allowed me to to do what I had to do but gave also what he needed to give. Mm. That's good. I was going to say one more thing. Um, one thing that we tell our staff, um, you know, staff here at uh, Tyler Town is we're called to love people and lead them to truth. You know, uh, and so that true statement there, one, lead them to the truth, the way, the truth and the life, Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. um, but also lead them to the truth of Scripture. And, and going along with what you said, but Paul. Uh, we, we can't be superhero, superman, savior to these folks because we're uh, we're an insufficient, you know, insufficient. One. Uh, we've mm -hmm. got to point them to the one that, you know, who is sufficient, you know, Jesus. And then also, you know, piggybacking on in regards to this conversation, I mean, you know, point them to professional help. You know, we've, there's folks in a lot of places that may be listening to this. You've got good godly counselors within your local uh, associations. Um, you know, you can connect with, man, there's a ton of resources available. And so uh, don't be, you know, don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to refer somebody to reach out uh, as well. And so it's a good word, good word from y'all. So this conversation has gone vertical as we talked about the intersection of the gospel and mental health. The conversation went horizontal as we talk about reaching around to others and with community. And let's take it even a level deeper and more personally and um, Irv, I'll start with you. What encouragement would you give to the man that may, may be listening now and they're struggling mentally or emotionally behind closed doors? How would you encourage them? Great question. I would first off uh, reiterate what you mentioned earlier uh, in the podcast that uh, 
tell us the Lord, he, he loves you. Uh, he sees you uh, and uh, he knows your innermost being. Um, he knows where you are and, and he wants to meet you where you are. And so, man, I encourage you to first off run to him, um, run to him. You know, second encouragement would be to find, um, you know, margin in your life to connect with other people uh, that uh, that you can just be honest and vulnerable with, you know. Uh, and maybe those quote unquote buddies you, you know, hoop with or hang out with, play cards with. Uh, you know, maybe y'all just need to take a step further and just have a real life conversation about what's rolling on in your life. You know, uh, talking about sharpening iron, you know, sometimes you just need to take the conversation, you know, more than just surface level and just get real and, and honest. Um, but, but, you know, it encourage you to find, um, you know, uh, find margin for that. And then thirdly, I would say, listen, um, you know, the stigma of being Mr. Machismo, being, you know, um, there's certain elements of, hey, you know, we're called to be men, you know, that lead well, that serve well. Uh, but if we're not careful, we can, you know, create this caricature that uh, is anti-gospel, that's anti-Bible, you know, about what, you know, who a man is. Um, a man's called to be humble uh, and honest. A man's called to, uh, you know, to be meek, uh, even though, you know, you're, you're strong, right? Uh, you know, strength under control concept. You understand that there might be stuff in your life that you need to deal with. Uh, and so I'd encourage folks to fo follow the gospel example of what manhood is about um, and uh, and just be honest and real and, and take steps to uh, recovery uh, in your mental health. Yeah, man. I mean, to, to add on to that, I think uh, I think what you said was amazing, man. And uh, just to say, you know, just don't forget, you're not you're not alone in this. You know, mm -hmm. it, this is there's not one person who doesn't deal in some way shape or form with something man <laughs> you're not alone you just remember there are people there for you and and i and uh, i love i can't remember i don't know who coined this terminology but i, I do love it self-care is not selfish don't, don't forget that you know take care of yourself man go do the things that you need to do in order for you to get better in order for you to to uh to take care of your of your mental health you know if that means taking a day off you know just relaxing at home reading a good book or just praying uh, if that means you know taking a taking a nice walk whatever the case may be make sure you take care of yourself because you know one of the things that i, I i've learned to understand is that you can't pour into someone what you don't have and so yeah. make sure that you have enough and, and and guess what? The greatest person who can always give you uh, the, a water or a river or a stream that will never run dry is Jesus. And so the more he's pouring into you, you'll always be able to pour into others because you will never not be poured into. And uh, the third thing I'll say, man, get a mentor. Get a mentor, man. Get someone who has and, and this is someone who has gone through your been through a similar path as you no one will go through exactly what you've been through but there are people who have gone through similar things and that means that they can talk to you on some of those deeper levels and this is not someone who you have to pay or whatever the case may be i mean it could be a paid mentor but this is like someone who's typically older than you you know i would say at least at least a good 10 years older than you 
and someone who who can speak into your life, man. What that's one of the greatest things that I chose to have when I was about 22, 23. I just got married. And and uh, my mentor Les, man, he was there for me from the jump, and and he just guided me through a lot of issues that I had to deal with. And he, we were open and raw with our communication, and I had to be vulnerable with everything that I said. And so, but having that mentor guide you through, man, and we, and he also did like martial arts, so he was teaching me martial art things, and so it wasn't just conversation; it was just like this holistic concept of just being there for me in so many different ways and and come to find out i was there for him too but i just never knew it and so you just never know like how your relationship and conversations will end up growing so seek someone that that has been similar in your path of life and you want to glean from mm. can i say one more thing paul uh man spirit just brought this to my mind for the you know, Christian that's been a Christian for a while, folk, folk in ministry, you know, um, you know, men in particular, uh, if we're not careful, we can fall into um, confusing uh, self-denial uh, for self-harm. Now, what, what, what am I talking about there? Uh, obviously, Luke 9, 23 tells us, hey, we're called to die to self, right? Die to our flesh in order to honor and glorify God. Um, but if we're not careful, some folks, you may slip into this thought of, okay, I'm not supposed to do anything to take care of myself. Denying self is, you know, it, it equates to not taking care of yourself. And, and that's not true at all. That's, you know, uh, you know, concept back then called asceticism, which, you know, basically self-harm, right? Um, and that's not honoring to God either. And so let me encourage you, child of God. Hey, uh, man, seek God, follow him first, man, serve him. Right. Um, you know, obviously die to self, Luke 9, 23, but also at the same time, look to take margin to, you know, take care of yourself, um, man. And to do things that fill your cup as Brian, brother Brian mentioned earlier, um, that call to die to self isn't a call to essentially self-harm. Right. Mm. Uh, and to harm yourself by not, uh, you know, by working 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, not doing anything to fill your soul because you'll find yourself in a pit and ineffective for ministry in that way. And so, man, the Lord just brought that to my mind. I wanted to share That's that. Right. Uh, so I'm so glad you made that distinction, man. Real. I don't think I can add to what both of y'all said is amen. <laughs> the encouragement <laughs> I would have, um, I found this quote from Russell Wilson. He said, if we start being honest about our pain, our anger and our shortcomings, instead of pretending that they don't exist, then maybe we'll leave the world a better place than we found. So, amen, Russell mm -hmm. Wilson. And before we get out of here, I know this was an episode aimed at our our guy listeners and I don't want to leave the women out. And so, um, Brian, I'm going to start with you again. Any words of wisdom that you would give to the women as they love the men in their life. Listen, <laughs> like I said, <laughs> and what I mean by that, like as simple as that might be, sometimes, um, you know, we, a man will close up completely, man. If he, if he chooses to, to, to actually come out of his show and then, and, uh, and especially if a woman says like, uh, like oh just man up or or you know um that's not that serious or there's other people who deal with more whatever the case may be that that'll close them up 
And so I would say just just listen and just hear what he has to say, especially when he's opening up with with uh, this concept of, of mental health, because we need someone to listen to um, or someone to listen to us. You know, and I'm more so I guess I'm talking to, to spouses or girlfriends um, in that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's important for for someone to have that open and honest conversation that that communication that was something that my wife and i from even from when we were a girlfriend and boyfriend she she was so intentional on on open communication and we we've been that way since we've been together in 2010 all the way till today uh and you know we've been dating we dated for three years married for eight a little bit over eight now but we always had that open and honest conversation. And that's why like from before, like this week, we had a, a serious conversation that we had to have. Uh, but she also gave me room to be able to speak what was in my heart. And and it just, it allows you to heal, man. It allows you to, to, to go through tough times, but also know that there's someone who's, who's right there in your corner willing to listen to you. And so, and, and without judgment, you know, without judgment. So yeah, just, just take the time to listen uh, without having to say much kind of, and I think that there's still, I feel like most of our discussion can, can deal, you know, back and forth with men and women, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's just taking a lot of what, what we spoke about um, and trying to see how that can assimilate itself to your uh, personal relationships and, um, and and how you could use that with your spouses, husbands, uh, boyfriends, whatever the case may be, and for yourself, you know, vice versa. Men, listen to your woman. Make sure that you, you're you're an individual that they can always speak to and they can always come to without judgment, and and you're able to have that open, honest conversation. You know, it's not just one sided. Uh, it's something that we both have to make sure we do. Yeah. And to piggyback off of that, Brian, I'd say, you know, uh, first off, cliche answer, pray, man, pray, yeah. you know, for, uh, you know, the, the men in your life, ladies, uh, you know, you know, whether it be brothers, cousins or, you know, significant others, you know, husbands, man, pray for them. Uh, you know, pray that the Lord would bless them and keep them, you know, uh, pray the ironic blessing number six over them. Uh, but also, you know, then care, just going back to what Brian said, man, care, care for him. Uh, and that involves listening um, without judgment. That involves speaking encouragement in them in their life, even though, you know, they may not be in a space that's the greatest, uh, right? Uh, you know, choose to care and encourage them. Because even though it doesn't seem like uh, they're paying attention, you know, or uh, man, it's, it's making a difference, you know, um, you're beginning to chop away at some of those um, insecurities in his life, and, and uh, you know, some of that hardening that may be there. So pray and care would be my encouragement to you ladies. Uh, pray and care. What an episode and what a conversation, just a, a rarity here. You got three guys open up being vulnerable, talking about mental health. And I hope that this is not a um, diamond in the rough. I hope that this is something that's normalized and we talk more about and so as we land this plane, um, Earth, man, it's kind of switching gears. Like tell the dear listener what you got going on or how they connect with you, whether that's Instagram or whatever you want to say. And then the same thing for you, Brian, and your podcast. So let the people know. 
Yeah. So uh, like Paul said, I started at a church here, uh, you know, campus pastor, new campus. We got rolling guys at work, rolling three services, man, folks can say baptizing folks uh, really growing. And so, man, glory to be glory be to God for all that. Uh, but I'd love to connect with you. Um, you know, Instagram is at Irv, I-R-V, man, 116, all one word. You know, would love to connect with you if you have any, you know, prayers, um, encouragement, you know, uh, you know, if you want to chop, you know, men, if you want to chop up, chop it up, love talking about sports. Uh, but uh, would love to connect and know that, uh, you know, if you do have requests, man, know that I'll be praying for them. And, and uh, at the end of the day, you know, man, we're a family, you know, um, this is like Paul said. You know, a few times I've hopped on, I believe, you know, his vision, like this is more than just a podcast, you know, um, that we're doing. It's it's looking to um, bring hope, you know, um, and, uh, and bring encouragement to you. It's awesome, man. And myself, uh, you can find me on IG. It's uh, at Brian, B-R-Y-A-N underscore B-S-L. Uh, and then also my podcast, we 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 have this podcast called Madcasters. is is M A D Casters making a difference, and is focused on highlighting people and and organizations that are actively making a positive difference throughout the world and, and changing communities. And so I have people uh, even from from the UK. I have individuals from Africa. I have individuals from. Uh, or specifically Kenya, who I've had on the show. Uh, you know, we have individuals from Australia. It's, it's a worldwide way in which we're just looking to bring in impact leaders who are truly looking to change our communities. And so think of it as an ultimate guide to, to impact the world. And that's what that's what Mad Cassis is all about. And y'all know how we do it over here. I'm going to leave all those links in the show notes so you can connect with them. And so Brian and Irv, not only do I thank y'all so much for joining the show today, but I thank y'all for just being in my corner. Like when I'm able, when I need to just talk about podcast stuff and just whether it's Vin about there or just different ideas, like me and Brian, we go back and forth. <laughs> and then when it's time to talk about basketball and ministry, me and Irv go back and forth. So thank both of y'all for being in my corner. Absolutely, I really appreciate bro. y'all, man. Absolutely. No, no worries, bro. Yeah, I'm proud of y'all and rooting for y'all. And that's, I mean, not to start another conversation, but that's another thing we normalize, giving each other props and not hating on yeah. each other. <laughs> but I digress. Um, to my dear listener that I affectionately call Thriver, thank you so much for listening, tuning in. And, you know, if you like what you heard today and you, if you was encouraged, I actually would share this episode with a few friends and just give them this encouragement as well. So let's keep the conversation going. Let's bring light to these issues. As I like to say, it's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay not to get help. And so I'm going to leave you with a snippet of a song by one of my brothers in Christ called On My Grind. And this is like an up upbeat way of ending this episode it's one of the songs that i listen to when i'm getting ready to work out and just kind of gets me there and so be sure to check out the show notes for the link to check out more of his music as well and so know that our prayer for you is that you would thrive in every area of your life and specifically in this episode mentally and emotionally so until next time go be all that god has called you to be in the late nights in the studio cooking Writing up lyrics and picking up books Stacking that peppermint, I gotta cook Some of y'all hating Cause y'all can't do what I do I don't hear what you saying Cause I feel so blessed I just be grinding, never ever stop I'ma keep working till I reach the top Making them hit so I can be the one You hear on the radio, turn it up I'ma stay on my grind Gotta stay on my grind I'ma stay on my grind Gotta stay on my grind Yeah, yeah